Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. Today, we are talking about psychic powers and mediumship. So before I move on, you know that I like to talk a little bit about my past week. So we just got done with Halloween and, you know, Samhain. And first of all, on Saturday night before Halloween, my daughter had her party and we had a blast. Um, I love how my daughter Darcy, she's so organized. You know, I really love how she goes into detail with every little thing. For instance, she had a schedule of events. You know, she had like a letter board with all the scheduled times and everything like that. And we had a costume contest. Um, she had games for the kids and movie. She had a movie playing outside for the kids as well. And... um I'm telling you, it was, it's so organized and amazing. And the way she sets up her food, she puts these little signs to let you know what things are. And for the condiments, because we had like submarine sandwiches, for the condiments, she had them all in little plastic containers, all neatly organized and set up. And it was amazing. And of course, there was Halloween music playing. And we just had, we just all had so much fun. So at some point, um, two of my nephews were watching, or actually I think there were three of my nephews outside, were watching a movie. And of course, it's dark by this time. And for some reason, we just decided we want to go scare them. <laughs> so my son-in-law had an air horn and he grabbed it. And a bunch of us just kind of like went out the front door and kind of slunk down the street. I mean, we're we're all in costumes, mind you. And we're just kind of like ducking down, going past their fence and everything. And we get up to the middle part of the fence and we kind of like peeked over and my son-in-law blew the air horn, scared the crap out of them. Oh my goodness, it was so funny. And of course, they knew it was us afterwards. And they were like, we're gonna get you, you know? And it was just all fun, but... Oh my goodness, so rotten of us, isn't it? <laughs> but I mean, what's you got to have a good scare on Halloween, don't you? And I did go trick-or-treating with my grandkids on Monday, which of course was Halloween night. And um, we went, their neighborhood had pretty good houses and people were giving out loads of candy. I mean, there were these, there was a couple of houses that actually had like four or five bowls full of different types of candy. And they told the kids, oh, pick, you know, one from each bowl or pick a couple of things, you know, different things. And um, <clears throat> we went to this one house and they had a, a garage and they had a window on the garage. And up top, there was a sign that said Frankenstein. 
And it was all like, it looked like a brick wall. And there was a window that you look through. Now, of course, you look through it. Of course, we had to. And there was actually a Frankenstein on a table. You know, kind of like propped up a little bit. So like you can see his face really well and everything. And it looked so realistic. It was incredible. And of course, they had all the laboratory stuff going on. They had the um, the the lightning, the electricity running through. And I did take a small video of it. And when I do, when I turn this podcast into a video, I might just post that little part of the video because it was so cool. And um, at one point, there was this really burst of electricity it was wicked loud and it made me jump and my granddaughter was like ah you know she jumped too um so that was funny that was wicked cool there was a lot of trick-or-treaters out in their neighborhood I was so pleased because it had been a long time since I've been to a really good neighborhood with a bunch of trick-or-treaters and it just warms my heart. I love seeing all the kids out there in their in their costumes and being so happy, running from one house to another, getting all the goodies and everything, you know. We even by, we went by this one house, and this guy was out giving candy to the kids, but he also offered drinks to the adults. He had, like, beer and stuff, you know. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool because that was considerate because you know that all the adults are out bringing their kids around and everything like that. So it's nice that they have... A little bit of something for that as well. So, <clears throat> all right. So now on with the show. The word medium means a way of communicating information. So think about the medium, medium being the middle person. You are the first person and the spirit that wishes to communicate with the first person is the last. They find ways to send messages to the middle person to give to you. Is that confusing? So it's like the, to give to you who's the first person. Um, a psychic is someone who somehow knows events might occur ahead of time. Both are clairvoyant and maybe even some type of mind reader. Some people are naturally born with these gifts. They have sensitivity and loads of intuition. Actually, you want to know something? We all have that ability. It's right there in us. We just have to work on using it if it's something you're interested in doing. Some people don't want to even know, honestly. They might be afraid of seeing or sensing spirits, or they might be afraid of knowing what's going to happen in the future. I have been talking about ghosts a lot, but look at the month we just had, right? We just got done with October, which I'm very sad about. You know, I'm not ready for the holidays. I'm not ready for Yule and Christmas and all that. Um, I'm looking forward to them, but I'm just not ready right now. So I've been talking a lot about ghosts and everything, and the veil was thin. So it's only natural. But just to be clear, since everyone is born with psychic ability, not everyone can be a medium. Being psychic means you have a sixth sense. I'm sure you're familiar with the other five senses, such as smell, taste, touch, sight, and hearing. The sixth sense is having unexplainable thoughts of the future. You can open yourself to mediumship if you're willing to receive messages from the dead. So the types of mediumship are as follows. Clairvoyant, which is clear vision. Clairvoyant people have the ability to see colors, objects, people, spirits, symbols, and scenes with their mind's eye. Now remember, 
We did talk about the mind's eye when we talked on the um, chakras episode. So if you want to refer back to that, um, it is in, I believe, the beginning of this season, season two, we're still in. Um, and the mind's eye is also called the third eye. <clears throat> clear audience is clear hearing. This means you can hear sounds or spiritual messages that others on this realm cannot. Clear gustance is clear tasting. And if I'm pronouncing some of these wrong, please bear with me. I'm not too familiar with all of these. This is what I've just been, just what I've learned during my research. So I'm not sure that I would want this clear tasting, clear gustance ability because you never know what a spirit will make you taste, right? I mean, what if they want to want you to taste crap? I mean, I don't know. What do you think? So <clears throat> clear, clear scent is, of course, clear smelling. That's another one. So you would be able to pick up smells that aren't really there. So that's another one that you might not want to really. So I want to kind of touch on this a little bit because during my paranormal investigating days, there were times where we could smell sulfur, which usually indicates that there's an evil or negative spirit around. Um, and of course, the sulfur wasn't really there. It was just the something that you could smell. And um, I have caught whiffs of like, you know, like a perfume type smell, you know, something that might have been on a person in the past. You know what I mean? Uh, where was I? Oh, the next one. Clear tangency is clear touching. This is where you would pick up information by touching an object that someone else has previously touched. You could pick up their thoughts and emotions. So think about um, maybe a door handle, you know, at a public place. If you touched a door handle that people have touched and all their germs and spores are on it and everything, you just might pick up on somebody's thoughts and emotions and feelings, you know. Okay, next one. Clear sentience is clear feeling. Think of empaths. They feel other people's emotions as if it's your own or if it's their own. Clear sentience feel empathic with spirits. And clear empathy is very similar to that. So <clears throat> you can open up your psychic senses by simple meditation and opening up your mind. Mindful meditation will help you cleanse your energy and be present in the moment. It might be scary to some at first, and it might even be confusing, but it gets better with practice. You just need to trust yourself and the energy around you. Have you ever seen the show Medium with Patricia Arquette? I love that show. So she plays real-life medium Allison Dubois, who gets a job working with her local police department helping to solve their crimes. Answers mostly came to her in dreams where spirits spirits were relaying important messages to her. <clears throat> I actually read one of Allison's books and her journey is very interesting. Another show that I love comes to mind called Ghost Whisperer. It stars Jennifer Love Hewitt as a person who can communicate with the dead. These spirits would come to her desperate for her to give their loved ones some kind of message. So I just want to say that I followed under the category of clear empathy. 
I always feel other people's emotions. At times, it can be very draining. It really can. I've learned to control it so that I don't get to the point where I'm going to get majorly depressed over it. But yeah, it can get a little draining. I would love to open myself up to mediumship, but not to the point where it gets too crazy, you know? Ghost at every turn. But it would be kind of cool to be like Melinda on Ghost Whisperer and give messages for loved ones beyond the grave. Or give messages to loved ones from beyond the grave. It could be very trying though too and demanding. Ways to receive messages is through, you can do it through divination, meditation, dreams, and opening your mind to the possibilities. There are even courses you can take on the subjects. Whatever messages you receive, please be respectful. You might also want to write them down so that you can always refer back to it whenever you feel the need. If there is a message you must give to someone, keep in mind that they might not fully believe or even want to hear what you have to say. That's why I'm kind of glad that I'm not like Melinda because the spirit she encountered could get ruthless until she gets their message out. And then sometimes people will look at her like she's crazy. So I would only want spirits to come to me with messages that I myself need to know. When I was in my paranormal investigating days, there were often times where my clear empathy would kick in and I just knew that there was something there and I felt their emotions. So remember, if you wish to be more in tune with the spiritual realm and or your psychic senses, just have an open mind and practice, practice, practice. So before I let you guys go, I decided to draw you a rune. So let's see what we can get out of the bag. Talking about this mediumship and psychic awareness. So my bag of, I have my bag of runes. You could probably hear me feeling through them. And I always know when the right one, when I get to the right one, because I feel like a tingling sensation up my arm. So I'm just kind of feeling them through right now. And once I, oh, okay, there it is. All right. Okay, awesome. Now, I've got the booklet, and I'm going to read to you what this rune means. Okay. The rune that I drew is called Ansus. This one, it kind of looks like the letter F, except the two lines on the letter F are kind of facing diagonally downwards. <clears throat> and it, it is the signals rune, and um, also called the messenger rune. So the, I'm going to read this to you. The keynote here is receiving messages, signals, gifts. Even a timely warning may be seen as a gift. The message may be that of a new life unfolding. New lives begin with new connections, surprising linkages that direct you onto new pathways. Take care now to be especially aware during meetings, visits, chance encounters, particularly with persons wiser than yourself. When the messenger rune brings sacred knowledge, you are truly blessed. Loki is the ancient trickster from the pantheon of the Norse gods. He is the Heyonka, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, I'm sorry if I'm not, of the Native Americans, a mocking shadow of the creator god, as well as the bringer of benefits to humankind. He is a reminder 
that even scoundrels and arch-thieves can be bearers of wisdom. When you draw this rune, expect the unexpected. The message is always a call, a call to new life. Anzus is the first of the 13 runes that make up the cycle of initiation. Runes that focus directly upon the mechanism of self-change and as such, addresses our need to integrate unconscious motive with conscious intent. Drawing Anzus tells you that connection with the divine is at hand. What are we talking about today? It is a signal to explore the depths, the foundations of life, and to experience the inexhaustible wellspring of the divine in your nature. At the same time, you are reminded that you must first draw from the well to nourish and give to yourself. Then there will be more than enough to nourish others. A new sense of family solidarity invests this room. Wow, that is a good draw for this episode. That is amazing. I think that I just might draw runes for you guys more often and maybe start drawing an oracle card, you know, every episode. What do you guys think? Is that something that you would like to hear? Okay, everyone. Be sure to come join us on the Facebook group where you can connect with me and other like-minded people. You can also catch me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm also on Patreon and Coffee if you want to support me there as well. And I have t-shirts available that are made by my daughter, Dassey. So more merch is on the way, so be on the lookout for that. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a very magical week. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.